0: Hello and welcome back to our Not Just Skin Deep podcast. I am Keems and I am here with my absolutely amazing friend and co-host, Misha. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Yes, love that vibe. So today we are coming on to talk to you all about things that affect us from the inside out, both in the fitness industry and the beauty industry. Things that get us down, things that shouldn't affect us, things that aren't necessarily 100% real
1: yeah this is just going to be an episode all about the things that i think we're all quite guilty of absorbing like negatively absorbing and that can then change the way that we feel about ourselves and we're just here to tell you don't bloody bother it's literally not worth your time yes all those uh, instagram
0: influencers or not all of them but quite a few of them all those people you see on social media just remember half their lives are not real those filters are covering up something else
1: yeah that is so true i think we are surrounded by gorgeous photos like whether it's like just highly edited or they're wearing a filter or whatever it is i just think it's really important to remember that there is a face underneath that that doesn't look like that (laughs) and there is a lot of enhancement in place and that's the same for your industry as well right Keem's that you have quite a lot of people who are inspirational and look up you look up to but also they probably take advantage of their position sometimes in the industry Oh yeah hugely
0: and I think one of the main things is angles and lighting do so much for the human body. If you want a better picture all you've got to do is like pop a hip out or stick the bum out waist comes in and suddenly bam it's like a completely different person.
1: Yeah don't get me wrong the art of taking a good Instagram photo like that deserves a, d- a degree all on its own because if you can master the art of taking a perfectly angular photo that shows all All of your, whether it's like cheek contour to ab contour, like these people do deserve a medal. It is seriously some skill and I do not possess those skills. So I'm literally talking a little bit out of jealousy here. (laughs) (laughs) But mainly to just let you all know that it doesn't just come from a quick snap on the phone it does take time to you know really master those angles and it's fine if you want to do that right like if you want to flaunt yourself it's fine to do that as long as the people who are looking i.e you and i and everyone else know that it has been kind of pre-planned to look that good (laughs) Um, But nevertheless, people don't look that good when the sun is not directly shining onto them. So please, guys, let us not think everyone is actually a model in their spare time. (laughs) Yes, I couldn't agree
0: more. And also, it's not real life. Like, they'll be looking like that for, what, five minutes out of the day just to get that photo? And then their life goes back to exactly how it was before.
1: Yeah, don't be fooled. Like, these filters and stuff, they are beautiful, but that yeah they're not real end of the day they are not real and I've just seen so many people especially in the height of lockdown and stuff they've you know they've really been quite honest and vulnerable and they've shared a lot of experiences about how unhappy some of these people truly are and looking at their social media obviously like they look like they're having the time of their life don't they like we aspire to have those lives but people will only show you what they want to show you and they're only ever going to show you the best bits but I will say hats off to all the people that are becoming a little bit more real on social media and are showing that vulnerable side because I think that's what we need to bring us back down to earth and realize that you know we're all human and we all make mistakes and we all look great in some lights and awful in others and cellulite is real <laughs> and stretch marks are real <laughs> and wrinkles are real <laughs>
0: and you should love every single one of them and embrace them
1: yes absolutely they are your marks they are specific to you and i do think the world has got a little bit better at loving their body so don't you oh yeah for sure it's
0: it's kind of the era for it now isn't it like we've gone past the era of where everybody has to be stick thin And then curves have come back in, realness has come back in. And I think there are some people out there who do help the situation where they do post theirs online as well. Um, It can, I do think, go completely the other way as well, where every single photo somebody posts is like a, what do you call it, a comparison photo. One where they're sat in an angle and then another one where they're sat, but they're literally pushing down on their leg as well just to get that cellulite or something to come up because relatability is the one thing that draws us in to people that we see online
1: yeah that's um that's really true so I I really liked seeing these comparisons in the beginning of when they started coming out because I thought I love it like women are being real they're showing us their true colors and you know you should be proud and embrace whatever it is that you know God gave you and stuff like that but then there has been such an increase I don't know if you've seen it I don't know if that's what you're referring to recently where there's been, you know, either Instagram models or influencers, whatever you want to kind of call them, um, who 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 genuinely do have, the like, the perfect body as such, you know, like the magazine sort of perfect body. And they'll do this whole comparable, like, me breathing in, me relaxing. It's like, honey, your relaxed one literally looks like what most people would want to look like they'd pay a lot of money for. And it's like, yeah. that's not relatable. You're not, like, that's going too far almost. It's kind of like... Can you just not, because your your bad photo, let's just say as she as she would call it, like your, your real photo, still looks really yeah. fucking great. So if you're going to flaunt that, do you mind just doing it elsewhere because you're making me feel like shit?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am so with that, like so with it. Like, I know we all want to look good on social media and we can choose which side of our lives that we do show. However, ladies, just love yourself and men exactly as you are.
1: Yeah, you have to be your biggest fan. I think when you start being your biggest fan and embracing your flaws, I think everything else starts to fall in place because it's those little things that we hold against us and we're so cruel to ourselves, aren't we? Like, oh, you know, whatever it is you hate about yourself, like that tummy pouch or, you know, your big thighs, whatever it is, as soon as you accept them, you'll realise that no one else gave a shit anyway. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: you are your own worst critic, for example, like negative self-talk is going to lead to negative behaviors
1: positive oh, self-talk yeah. is going
0: to lead to positive behaviors so if you stand there in the mirror every single day and you're like oh no you're disgusting oh look at this look at that then you are never ever going to let yourself get out of it however if you talk to yourself positively and you're like oh my ass looks so good today yes look at this absolutely step by step yeah, it's not going to happen overnight, but there will be a change in it, and you will notice a more confident, self loved behavior.
1: Yeah, it's so bizarre, isn't it? Like, we'll be the first one to kind of root for our friends and our family and be like, you look, you know what? You look fucking great. Like, you look amazing. You look, you know. Are you on a health kick? Are you doing this? You just seem really well. You're shining. You're bright. You're glowing. But we'd never say it to ourselves, even when we probably feel our best. Like, I know for a fact that I don't look in the mirror and go, Misha, do you know what? You look bloody great today. <laughs> because it's just it feels really uncomfortable, doesn't it? It just feels really uncomfortable to, like, love yourself. But I follow this gorgeous girl on Instagram. I don't know if you follow her as well, Kim, If you don't, you should. Her name's uh, Taylor Blue. No. Oh, she's so lovely. She's... um. Yeah, she's just an inspiration. She's, you know, very, very successful sort of businesswoman. She does her own thing. She lives the lovely life in Marbella and she's been on her own like health and wellness journey recently and her, the stuff that she posts is so inspiring and she put up a post the other day and it was like, she was saying about like how proud she is of herself and how far she's come and she was saying to everyone like as uncomfortable as it is, say something that you love in yourself and it was like really empowering. I was just reading through the comments and it was just really empowering reading all of these women actually acknowledge what they loved from themselves and it's such a rare thing, isn't it? Like we'll be the first ones to pick up our friends but we'll never pick up ourselves and we'll never give ourselves the compliment that we probably rightly deserve you know especially the people that are putting in the work to get there and it just it just felt like a really different thing that I'd ever seen on social media and I absolutely loved it and it wasn't even just superficial things and if they were that's absolutely fine you can pick whatever you want you know but there was just people in there saying about like how you know determined they are and honest and how they've got a good heart and how they're just really proud of themselves and like just hearing people speak nicely about themselves was really refreshing and i just yeah i would just want to want to pass that on and let you all know about it <laughs> no
0: i definitely agree with that so i think that it's kind of looked down upon for us to give ourselves compliments or for even to accept compliments like if you notice if somebody ever gives you a compliment you kind of just stand there really unsure of what to say yeah so just, awkward <laughs> like, yeah Earth, you're like I...
1: oh no i don't <laughs>
0: Do I say thank you and then they think that I'm really big-headed because I'm agreeing with them? Or do I be like, oh, no, no, but you are or what like I it's taken me so long and now I've just got to the point where I'm like thank you and I do acknowledge it and I do take it on and it does make you feel good I still have that underlying feeling of do they think that I'm being big-headed but if somebody's giving you a compliment they're not going to think that you're being big-headed if you accept that compliment they've given you that compliment for a reason you just have to learn to embrace it, embrace yourself
1: and take it on board and just
0: let that confidence come out of you.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're so right. All we're saying here is thank you. And I think typically English people, we just get really like, we're just the weirdest like nation, aren't we? Like we literally say sorry to someone if like we're passing them in like and aisle in this in the supermarket We're like oh my god sorry like we're not supposed to be there like we're just really awkward polite weird people <laughs> I just think yeah I'm I'm exactly the same if someone compliments me I'm like oh 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 no it's horrible Oh no, it's horrible um but thanks <laughs> but like I just get really flustered and weird and awkward but yeah I think you know I even said to you the other day on um when we were having our FaceTime, I was like, oh, Kim, you look gorgeous. And you just went, thank you. I didn't for once think that you were being arrogant because you said thank you. It would have been weirder, actually, if you'd have been like, no, I don't. Because I'm like, yeah, you do, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, and then it's that like really, like, back awkward back yeah, and forth and that's, conversation.
1: Yeah, and I'm so awkward. Like, I just can't – I can't accept it either, so – Really i don't ordinary. even know
0: how i got on to accepting it like genuinely no idea then as well it's a really good quality to have um and also it's on par with what i said before negative self-talk reinforces negative behavior so if somebody gives you a compliment so if i said to you misha you look absolutely stunning today and what you're like you? no i don't <laughs>
1: Yes, girl. I know you're him (laughs) because I'm looking at myself in the camera with my my, like pajama top on and my greasy hair. So I know that this is just an example. (laughs) I'm gonna take I
0: always think you look stunning, like hands down, genuinely. But yeah, but if you just say thank you, you on like you may feel slightly better the first time you say it, but every time somebody says it to you and every time
1: you take that compliment and take it on board you will start to believe it yourself yeah do you know what you're so right and there's a lot of practices you can do in you know when you're working on your own mental health and well-being and stuff and i can't remember the name of it but it's literally where you um <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror and you what's the do you know what it's called Do you know what i'm trying to think of no explain it a bit more what, what where you talk to yourself in the mirror and you're Sorry, like you I are you could read my mind like are you not actually able to read my mind? <laughs> oh, well, oh give me a sec it's coming it's coming <laughs> Um, i don't know the word for it but yeah it's where you literally look at yourself in the mirror and you say like i am strong i'm beautiful i'm confident and you're giving yourself you're you're putting that out to the like the universe as such and it's all about like self-acceptance i think it's got a proper name and i can't think of it and yeah it's, gonna really me. it's
0: like it's in my brain
1: but it's, it's not like affirmations but it's not affirmation do you know what i mean it's like one I, of those i think it is an affirmation is it not oh is it so i'm not sure if it is called an affirmation but whatever it is we're going to go with the flow here and i think the idea is that if you say it every single day that you basically start to believe it for yourself and i think that's a really great place to be isn't it imagine literally looking in the mirror every day and telling yourself you're beautiful you're strong you're independent and then actually feeling it i mean wouldn't that be a miracle <laughs> it happens though miracles do happen it's got to be
0: one of the hardest things to actually stand there and tell yourself that you are all of those things
1: regardless of what you think because the chances are you probably are all of those things yeah you 100% are it's just a case that we just can't admit it to ourselves for some reason right yeah we kind of all lack self-confidence in a way regardless of how somebody comes across like
0: I always find that if a girl comes across as confident everyone's like "Mm, what a bitch Mm, look at her and it's never like, yes, queen, you are owning it.
1: Didn't you think I was a bitch when you first met me?
0: No, I did not think you were a bitch. <laughs>
1: we thought that you were slightly stuck
0: up. See, um, how however, Mate, I was the only one who took the time out of my day to speak to you.
1: I know, and I rate you for that. Thank you.
0: I rate you for texting me when I came home, when I'd split up with my boyfriend.
1: Always, always.
0: but that's uh, you know that's the one thing that i really do like about myself is the
1: fact that i couldn't give a shit what anybody else thinks it's my mind and my mind alone i think everyone needs to adopt that personality trait because at the end of the day i think you know especially when you're growing up in high school and you know doing whatever you're doing it's so easy to just follow the crowd and not really think for yourself but the minute you think for yourself you actually become a lot happier and you're like actually why shouldn't i be friends with this person and just because it might be deemed as a bad thing even though There's no reason for it to be deemed as a bad thing other than someone else's opinion. Um, You know, proof's in the pudding. Look at us now, Key. We're closer close than ever i know do you know i do think some of the
0: best friendships start there like where you're like not where you're not friends but there was another girl that i worked with and we literally hated each other when she first moved in and it took us about six months and now i rarely speak to her but she's literally like a second sister to me yeah and do you know
1: what those friendships they're so precious because they're the types of people that you know you can rely on through thick and thin when you've both started hating each other for whatever like crazy reason it is all you do is you look back and you just think oh my god like why like we were just you know it's so funny isn't? it but I think a lot of best friends actually start like that which is just really funny (laughs) yeah
0: yeah but they're the best friendships though because I think you've already shown like the worst side of yourself yeah the only way is up (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty much (laughs) however we bond we just bonded over alcohol I think
1: yeah we did I also think like whilst we were close in Egypt um obviously we worked in completely different departments we weren't actually like doing the same roles we were working on different time schedules there was obviously a bit of like a situation where we couldn't hang out all the time anyway but yeah coming back to England even though you live in Devon. I live in Surrey and we're probably the furthest apart we've ever been in our lives. We're definitely (laughs) the closest, which is just really nice. Yeah, no, yeah,
0: I do agree with that. I feel like we built the foundations of our friendship in Egypt and then we just built on that. Is that the right way of explaining it?
1: Yeah, I say so. And I think, yeah, just, you know, even if someone else thinks that you shouldn't be friends with someone, if you want to be friends with that person, just go be friends with them. Who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks? Exactly. And
0: being friends with you was one of the best decisions I ever made. Oh, me
1: too, hon. Me too. (laughs) You introduced me to that Syrian food. Best food ever. I know. That was actually such a dream, wasn't it? God, we could just go on for hours talking about good times in Egypt, couldn't we? And like how the sun was shining every day and the blue skies.
0: So many stories, so many memories. And I'm just glad that I didn't follow the crowd. Fuck the crowd.
1: (laughs) Fuck the haters.
0: (laughs) Fuck those haters. So even though we say have your own mind or follow your own mind our mind can I don't know if I would call it self-sabotage or something like this we just let So many things affect our mind, which then in turn affects our behaviours and how we think about ourselves as well. So, for example, I think in my industry, women more so than men scale weight, the number on the scale. Nobody else is going to know what that number says, right? It is literally just a number. I have been there. I got to the point where I would weigh myself every single day when I moved back home. And I think it was because I put weight on pretty quickly and I couldn't figure out why because I didn't know But yeah, every time I got on that scale, so weight can fluctuate madly. Females more so than men. As a woman, I can stand on the scale every single day. And there can be a fluctuation of, what, a couple of kilograms? And that is not going to be body fat. The number on the scale is not a reflection of our body fat levels. The number on the scales is that if you eat more food than normal, you're going to weigh more than normal on the scales if you've had a higher carb meal than normal for every gram of carbs that you eat your body holds on to four grams of water so it's going to be a higher number on the scale if you're on your period we are also holding more water so and we blow and there's like um, hormones come into it if you had a workout your muscles have got a bit of inflammation in there are so many different factors which can affect that number on the scale Um, And it will rarely ever be the same number every single day. But scale weight is still a good indicator of progress if you are trying to lose weight. Because if it's going down over time, then you're going in the right direction. If it's not, then you're not. But we still let that number on the scale affect us more than we need to. Instead of going by how you look in the mirror, how you feel in your clothes, how you perceive yourself you're just letting that one little number on the scale define you. No yeah, I
1: think that is so. I mean, all I ever say to you when you say these like lovely long explanations, I just go, "Yeah, that is so true." <laughs> Cuz <'Cause> I just <laughs> I'm just in awe about everything that you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, I completely agree with that. Everyone is so obsessed with the number on the scale, but actually, yeah, you can't weigh yourself every day for all the reasons that you just said. So, that brings me to ask you the question. How often would you recommend someone to weigh themselves if they are tracking their weight loss journey so
0: if you let the scale number negatively affect you and it really really gets you and gets you down i would say don't weigh there's other measurements um to show you your progress such as taking body measurements such as clothing such as photographs um i have clients some of them weigh some of them take photos some of them take measurements but yeah there's so many ways around it and how you feel is a massive factor as well for me personally i weigh once a week and that is just to see if well that's if I'm in a fat loss phase. If I'm trying to drop weight, I'll weigh once a week, and if it's going down over time, then I'm happy. If there's a spike one week, i'm I know that it's not going to be body fat or anything like that. It's just going to be if I'm on my period, I'm holding a bit more water. Um, depending on what i ate the night before but um yeah so any of my clients who come to me they will all weigh once a week as well unless they really don't want to and then we go by another means of progression tracking
1: that's cool yeah once a week that sounds reasonable that's what they do in like weight watchers and stuff don't they so i guess that's enough time to see gradually if you are declining or increasing obviously your weight loss or weight gain i guess but yeah, also cool. as
0: well because you do find some people can get into like a cycle of weighing however many times a day just because they want to see that number on the scale go but here is a little fun fact for you all you're gonna weigh more at night than you will in the morning because of everything you've eaten and everything you've drunk So if you see that weight creeping up throughout the day, of course you're going to get pissed. Of course you're going to be upset. Of course you're going to hate it if you are letting it affect you. Like I always say to people, it's literally just a number. It doesn't define your self-worth. It doesn't tell me if you're a nice person. It doesn't know what clothes fit you or what clothes you look good in. It is just a number.
1: So would you recommend people who are negatively impacted and get really obsessed with weighing themselves, would you recommend just Throwing away the scales
0: Yeah or even putting them away Because you can get out of that headspace I've been in that negative headspace Where I was weighing every single day And then I stopped weighing altogether And I just went on how I felt And it was just so freeing and liberating But then as well there are studies That show people who are in a fat loss phase Tend to lose more Or tend to stay on track more If they are weighing weekly And also as well people who do weigh themselves a lot Like every single day If they join up with you and you say Okay just once a week you can only weigh once a week it might take a little bit of time but after that they'll be like i don't need to weigh today because i'm weighing on saturday like they know when they're going to weigh they know that time they're going to weigh and that is going to be showing their progress so it can help them get out of the cycle of weighing every single day so it's kind of different for everybody
1: yeah I think that's um that's a good thing as well like if I was doing a weight loss journey I would definitely look forward to weighing myself every week because I'd be like oh my god I wonder if like all the good efforts that I've done this week have paid off at the end of it on the scale but I know that's also a really negative way to look at it because even if it has paid off on the scale it is ultimately down to how you feel and what your goals are individually so I mean yes whilst it's good to track I guess the general consensus here is don't let it define you don't let it overtake what you're really looking to do on the end of it like your your end goal isn't to be a certain number on the scale it is to feel fit and to feel energized right oh yeah for sure you can take two photos of somebody and in the
0: second photo they look leaner they look like they have less body fat but they can weigh
1: more than the first photo And why is that? Is that just because when you work out, your muscles literally become stronger and therefore weigh more than what fat would weigh? A pound of muscle and a pound of fat weigh the same. However, muscle takes up
0: less space in the body. So if you put a pound of muscle and a pound of fat next to each other, the fat is going to take up more space. So you'll look bigger. So you can weigh, I don't know, 70 kilos, not really have much muscle being more body fat and therefore you would look however you look and then once you lose that body fat but you've built muscle in place of that fat it can be the same way or it can be a little bit more but yet because the muscle's taking up less room you then look leaner and more defined
1: mm, interesting it makes sense doesn't it yeah it does. so any advice to those people out there who just that number just gets them down every single week every single day whatever they're doing what would your One bit of advice be to them. Tell yourself it's just a number. It
0: doesn't mean anything. So it's not an indicator of your body fat levels. And also nobody else in the world knows how much you weigh. And honestly, I don't think anybody else really cares how much you weigh.
1: It's just you. Literally, no no one cares. You could literally line up like, what, 10, 10 females, 10 males, whatever, and they could all say their weight. And to be honest with you, it'd probably really surprise you because although it's such a personal number to you, Literally, no one. I I know that if I looked at people, I wouldn't. I literally wouldn't have a clue what their weight. I would look at them based on like maybe like a dress size rather than the weight on the scale because you yeah. can probably be a little bit more. Well, it's a bit more giving, isn't it? Like you, you can have someone who's five foot seven and is a size eight. You can also have someone who's like five foot three in the size eight just because of the way that their body is but they're completely different heights therefore going to be completely different weights
0: yeah that's it and weight looks different on every single person as well it's just it's a habit that you've got to get out of it's a habit you've got to out train but it's just something that you have to work on every single day you're not Mm going to wake up tomorrow and be like
1: oh i don't care because chances (laughs) are you will care yeah and even if you say you're not weighing yourself every day you're probably still getting the scales out and having a having a (laughs) sneaky little climb on (laughs) But just don't do it. Just listen back to this podcast and just remember, yeah, everything we're telling you guys, it's its just not important. It Really, who gives a fuck with you, eh? Exactly. Nobody apart from you. And you
0: don't even have to. I used to care so much about my weight. Because I'm so tall, I was always the biggest person. Or I always felt like I was the biggest person at school. All my friends were so small and petite. Um, and then I lost a lot of weight when I moved away. I didn't have any scales, couldn't weigh myself until I come home. But then I came home and I felt like it's really sad. I felt like I belonged because I was well, not petite, because I'm like a giant, but like so skinny as well. And um, that I felt like I was then on par with everybody else. But do you know what? Nobody else really cared. Nobody else had cared what I looked like before. Nobody else cared what I look like now.
1: Nobody was more
0: concerned for me. They just cared that I was a decent person and fun and they wanted to hang out with.
1: Yeah, it's what is on the inside that matters. But saying that, I do have to pull you up on something because we cannot practice what we don't preach, Mrs. Akemo. And you just refer to yourself because you're beautiful and tall. You just refer to yourself as a giant. So you're already negatively impacting your own thoughts with comments like that. And I'm here to tell you, I wish I had your legs. I'm a mere five foot three, guys, okay? I could be a supermodel. You could be a supermodel. But I can't be a supermodel when I've got legs, literally. <laughs> The size of my ankles. That's all it is. It's literally <laughs> a three-inch height. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I take that back. Old habits die hard. <laughs> so I would like you to replace it with a positive affirmation of yourself. I have fucking amazing legs. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh my god, didn't that feel great? Did you love that? I love I that. Kind of so weird. Like... I just got a little buzz for you. That just felt kind of empowering to hear, guys. If you've got, if you've got some friends out there. Tell them what you love about them. Help them on their confidence journey. Like, yeah, chemo, do you know what, you've got fucking great legs and your eyes are lovely too. Hey.
0: hey. You just have a beautiful face, honestly. That is one thing everyone said, um, as well. You know, here we are. Some nice little love for you. Right. When I showed them a That's picture good. with you when Aww. so like when we started doing this podcast and a lot of my friends don't really know you because we live so Why far away. They? Yeah. Um but yeah, in the picture, and the first thing they would say was like, "Oh my gosh, she's so pretty."
1: <gasps> she's oh, your friends cute. are sweet. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, man, that's my friend." Oh well, big up your friends. Whoever said that, love you. Thank you so much. And I am actually saying thank you. Can you just? Can you just? Yes. Uh, yes. yes I I am. I'm not so sitting here you. saying. crazy I mean they're a little bit crazy but I'm thankful I'm so thankful I'm so thankful thank you (laughs) you're just a wonderful human
0: being and I love everything about you
1: same goes to you my darling same goes to you so on that note guys I think that I just want to finish what we were saying by basically you know going back to social media going back to all these things that bring negative kind of strain on your life if you follow a load of people on social media and you feel really inspired by them keep them on there like that's great that's what social media should be all about but if you're finding yourself scrolling through your social media and you're just feeling like you cannot compare to what they look like you just feel ugly you feel worthless just fucking delete them genuinely like I did a massive clear out um, a few years ago or. Of all of these really stunning people that I used to follow on social media that had great outfits great hair great bodies bikini pictures they were like lapping up in the Maldives fair play to them but at that time in my life I was just like constantly wanting what I didn't have and I rather than realizing what I do have is actually great I'm thinking that I'm not good enough and I just fucking pressed delete and I just yes. I just got rid of all of these people and even people you know even if you know them and they're not social media influencers even if they used to be friends people you go, used to go to school with if they're not bringing you know good positive content to your life and you're watching their stories and you're thinking fuck me these people do my head in just unfollow them or hide the stories or better yet delete them or if you really want make a new instagram account where you can literally focus on like a new you a best version of you just follow things that you do find inspiring so i've got like my personal instagram which has got all of my friends and family and stuff like that on it and then i recently just made another instagram through lockdown kind of like as my therapy um, when i was really suffering with lockdown and i just found myself writing and posting like old traveling photos because i've done a fair bit of traveling and i kind of found it so therapeutic and i just followed all of these self-care people all of these lovely people that spend their time in the sunshine like travel inspo you know but without being too look at me I'm on a beach and I look great and I've got my six-pack here (laughs) it was a lot more like authentic and I'm here for it I literally scroll down that travel Instagram way more now than what I actually used to do and yeah it's made a huge difference to my life so little changes right oh I could not agree more I do have a
0: question for you do you think that because of all these filters and the social media influencers who come across as having the seemingly perfect body that a lot of people get sucked into that lifestyle and they think that it is genuinely how they should be looking that it's making them turn towards aesthetic procedures
1: more now than they it would have done before say yeah without a doubt this is You know, it's actually a really worrying factor. And in our industry, we have to be really careful about treating people for the right and the wrong reasons. So something that we, with my business, like me and Charlotte at the Face Clinic, we're really like number one priority is to make sure that the reason behind someone is coming to book in for a treatment is a genuine reason. And it's not because they've been looking at themselves on social media and they've been seeing what they look like with seemingly perfect cheekbones and a sharp jawline and these like plumped up lips because that's not real life that is a filter and you know the mental health side of things we kind of like vet people through the consultation stage just to make sure that the decisions they're making in are based off of like a healthy reason because it's absolutely fine to want to kind of like have these tweakments done um, and enhance certain aspects of your face and body but it's when it becomes either like an obsession or it's done for a really unhealthy reason that we yeah we obviously wouldn't go ahead with the treatment and it's really important that we are good role models for that as well and that's why you won't really see me and Charlotte like having too much done because I think natural you know you can have a lot of stuff done but you still have to look like you in my opinion and I think that's really important like we're not here to change your face we're here just to make you feel a little bit more confident about maybe one or two aspects that bother you because at the end of the day it's your face it's your rules right but it's so important that people aren't just getting sucked into the social media vortex and having these things done isn't going to change the way that you feel about yourself isn't going to change your life you still have to love what's underneath that and that's so 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 important to us
0: yes i think that is the main takeaway from this podcast regardless of what you change from the outside if you do not change how you feel on the inside nothing is going to change
1: Yeah, you can spend thousands and thousands of pounds, you know, on personal training, on aesthetics, on beauty, on lashes, fake time, whatever. But you have to feel like you're still you and that you really love yourself. And if you don't love yourself, you may as well just fucking put your money down the drain, right? Or set it on fire because you're never going to be happy. That's it.
0: I always think with clients who come for personal training that you have to love yourself in order to do that. Like you love yourself enough to get to a healthier place, a fitter place. And yeah. I think with some aesthetic treatments as well, it can be seen as the same. You have to love yourself enough to give you that, like to get that confidence from it. Yeah, well, that is it.
1: I think, you know, conf- it's, it's so fucking daunting walking into like an aesthetics clinic and actually saying, do you know what, I want to change this about myself or I want to enhance this. And I think... You know, kudos to anyone that walks through the door because it's a very intimidating place to come. And obviously, we want to be as welcoming and as friendly, and also as personable and understanding as possible. So, yeah, anyone who wants to change anything about themselves, like we're here for it. We just want you to feel confident, right? That's both of our jobs at the end of the day, me and you, is to build confidence. So, no matter how that can happen, it just needs to be monitored and done very positively. And to make sure that it's not seen or deemed as a negative impact to your life. So I think, yeah, change is healthy, but, you know, everything in moderation. Yes, definitely. And in the
0: words of RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else?
1: Exactly. Well, I think you've absolutely beautifully summarised this podcast, so I hope everyone found it interesting and could take something away from it today. And, yeah, just get rid of all them fucking scumbags that make you feel like shit. (laughs) You have such a lovely way with words. I'm sorry that was so rude. I mean kindly um <laughs> scroll down your social media and detoxify it with anything negative. <laughs> Throughout the
0: garbage. Anything Rather you garbage.
1: Do you so now
0: we have wrapped that up and hopefully you will go away from this podcast with feeling more confident, having Just a little bit more faith in yourself and love for yourself. We're going to be back again next week with yet another fucking amazing podcast. Stay tuned, guys. We'll see you then. Bye.